Welcome to the Gratitude Podcast on www.georgeandbenta.com, where you'll hear a new story each week that will inspire more gratitude in your own life. Our mission is to inspire 100,000 people to discover how to feel gratitude and live a happy life through the amazing life stories of our successful guests and their actionable tips. And now, the host of our podcast, George and Benta. Hi, gratitude seekers, and welcome to a new episode of the Gratitude Podcast. Today, I have a gratitude addict for you to talk about gratitude and how to get over chronic pain and uh, much, much more. Her name is Lauren Zalewski, and she is, like I told you, a gratitude addict. And even more, she's the founder and admin of the Attitude of Gratitude for Chronic Pain. But I will let her tell you more about her work and what she does uh, in this world of gratitude. Lauren? Hi, thank you, Georgie, and thank you so much for inviting me to be here. Um, it's a thrill, and I, I really can respect what you're doing with with gratitude. I am, in fact, a gratitude addict, um, and uh, there's a lot that brought me to gratitude. Um, like I said, I, I'm founder admin of, it's a Facebook group called Attitude of Gratitude with Chronic Pain, and I was talking to Georgie a little bit before we, we started to air, but there's really such a need when I, I can go back in my story, but as far as the Facebook group, there there was nothing positive, no positive groups with chronic pain. And I was really getting down from it. So that's why I founded that group. Um, and we have a very strict no complaining rule. And it's not that we don't need to complain, we do, but there's 3,000 other groups that, that do that. You know, I want, I want this group to be where you can always go to get something positive um, out of it. Um, but the way I came to the group, it, I started having chronic pain, um, lupus and fibromyalgia in about 2001. I was 32, raising two toddlers. And I got sick. Um, it felt like I had the flu, but then it kept going on and on. And so went to the doctor. Originally, they thought it was Lyme disease. Eventually, a doctor in um, New York City diagnosed me with both lupus and fibromyalgia. And those are, they're autoimmune diseases. There's no cure yet. Um, but they go through ups and downs of flares and sometimes can cause quite a bit of pain. Um, so I, you know, and the flares would last anywhere from like a couple of weeks to a couple of months. Wow. Yeah. But 2009, I hit a really bad flare that, um, you know, stress can bring on flare. I was um, in a stressful situation and I just got into this flare, the worst flare I've ever had. And, and I pray to God, um, the only, the only worst flare I've ever had, but it lasted four years and it just kept getting worse and worse. And I'm a positive person by nature. Um, but my, my attitude of it will get better tomorrow started to slowly drift away and then it started to be I'm never going to get better um so so I eventually turned to self-medicate with alcohol which wasn't the greatest idea in the world on top of narcotics and um it, it wasn't a very long period of time that I was abusing alcohol about a year but it got very bad um and I uh, my lowest bottom was I woke up in hospital not knowing how I had gotten there and it turned out I drove in a complete blackout um, and, and had a D, DWI. And thank God I did not hurt anybody. I did not hurt myself. 
but um, talk about an eye opener. That was a real eye opener. Um, so then I, my family shipped me off to rehab and they found a program for me in Connecticut uh, at Silver Hill Hospital called um, the Chronic Pain and Recovery Center. And I spent a month there in uh, what I call uh, mommy summer camp. But I, I uh, got sober and I've been now sober for almost four years. Yay. <laughs> Congratulations. Uh, thank you. But I also learned how to deal with my chronic pain your way. That's really the first place where I was um, kind of introduced to the power of gratitude. Um, the program director of, of the program at the time, uh, Dr. Bruce Singer, he's my mentor and, and I just adore him. But he taught us about meditation, mindfulness, um, and gratitude being a very big part of that, which sounded in the beginning very hokey to me. Like, how is that going to help my pain? You know, you're taking away my pain medication, but you're giving me what attitude. Um, but he would do exercises with us. And it was um, pretty amazing. You know, when you look around and he would tell us to look around, what about this electricity? What if that were turned off? You know, the air that you breathe at a very basic level. Um, so that's where it kind of flicked a switch for the power of gratitude for me. Um, after the month I got home and um, I started, I, we had um, meetings of Chronic Pain Anonymous. Up, up there, I didn't even know it was such a thing. There were none in New Jersey, which is where I live. So I started a local chapter. Um, we, we meet once a week and we learn to live in, in the solution rather than the problem, which is pretty profound. Um, but I also go to Alcoholics Anonymous um, and my sponsor at the time told me, she gave me this quote, which I will never, ever forget. It's a grateful heart will never get you drunk. Hmm. It hit me like, like a ton of bricks. It really did. And that's where I was going on Facebook and every kind of gratitude quote I was seeing, I, I pulled it down. Um, and then last year I um, did, started this gratitude project. I don't know if you want to get into that yet or not but i said sure yeah. yeah okay so i started after a couple of years i started getting sponsees uh, myself underneath me and i would tell them to um, send me one thing they're grateful for every day because i was finding that really powerful myself and they didn't and everybody was coming up with these different things and i had this idea um so on january 1st of 2016 i started what i called my my gratitude project and what that was is I had to say one thing every day on Facebook, a different thing every day for the entire year that I was grateful for. And I, I couldn't repeat and I, I couldn't or I tried not to make it anything of monetary materialistic. Mm -hmm. um, so it was going really well at first. And then around day four, six or so, I hit a wall and I'm like, what was I thinking when I got myself into this? I, I there's no way I can come up with 365 um, different things, but I really had to dig deep and, and I did d dig deep and I was able to get through the entire year. And at first I was, um, I, I was very shy about posting things on Facebook prior to that. I didn't want to annoy anybody I tried not to post too much or too little. So this was kind of a fear, believe it or not, for me at least. Um, I was afraid people would unfriend me, actually, because I'd be annoying with my gratitudes every day. Maybe they did. I don't know. Not my good friends, anyway. Um, but it started getting a following, which I, which completely shocked me. And um, people were coming on every day, and they were telling me how 
reading my gratitudes were changing their lives and how they were looking at their gratitude. And I was, I was absolutely floored. I couldn't, couldn't believe it. I made so happy. Um, so when that started happening, I started getting a little bit more. I started writing a little bit more. Like in the beginning of the year, I would say something like, I'm grateful for uh, electricity. And then I would just kind of put the picture and the quote with it and, and leave. Um, towards the end of the year, I'm writing like tons of stuff along with it about my personal experience with whatever the gratitude was for that day. Um, and then I discovered that I really enjoyed writing from that too. So the, the year, the, the entire project was one of the most profound experiences of my life because it, it changed my life pretty dramatically and the way I look at just about everything. Yeah, it's wonderful. I don't know if you know about the work, the work of uh, Robert Emmons. Mm -hmm. uh, he also says that uh, it's much more impactful if we write uh, not like 17, seven things or 10 things, but even one or two, but we write more about why we feel that we are grateful for that and we get into more details and to more more of the feeling that we get from from that situation and uh it's great that you you got to that level like naturally um yeah but, it was it got to be a little bit of a pain at the end of the year because i i would start to dread it a little bit like oh no what am i gonna do but it, it really was fantastic yeah i'm sure i'm sure but i wanted to ask you how do you see gratitude what does gratitude mean for you oh gosh um, what does gratitude mean for me? It means acceptance. It means love for myself and others. Um, satisfaction kind of sounds not, not as deep as I want it to be. Cause I've thought about this question before about what it means to me. It's contentment, it's satisfaction, but, um, for me, it means happiness. Like if I would pick one, one word, it would probably be happiness i'm happy really happy and living with chronic pain at the same time mm -hmm. that's amazing and really inspiring uh how we actually met is the fact is uh by me wanting to to get into uh lauren's group to understand mm -hmm. how how people with uh, chronic pain deal with uh, with this problem and actually get to be happy because uh, her group is called uh, Attitude of Gratitude for Chronic Pain. And um, we, we got to meet this way and uh, I, I wanted to understand how, how, how can they be grateful when, when they are in this situation so I can, I can understand this and be more valuable for uh, the ones listening to us that are also having this this issue and uh, it's very inspiring that you created this group and you you didn't just uh, do it for yourself but you also managed to do this for for other people which is which is amazing and i i think you're you're doing great work with this thank you I actually, I started it, it's a Facebook group, and I actually started it as a way to kind of advertise the weekly Chronic Pain Anonymous meetings, mm -hmm. and I would throw a quote in here and there, so that's kind of how it started. I didn't really have much of a vision for it, but I, so I, my friends came in, and then they would tell friends that had chronic pain, and it really grew into this um, 
I often call it like this beautiful beating heart of people that live with chronic pain and illness because it's exactly what it is. It is not easy to be grateful when you hurt all the time. Um, the definition of chronic pain, I think, is living with it for six months or more. And uh, most of the people in there have, have been you know, in pain for a very long time. And I find them sending member requests normally when they're sick of, um, I don't mean to knock the other groups because there's such a place for them. Like, you know, like I said earlier, you need to, you need to complain. You can't just brush everything under the rug. Um, what that did for me was get, you know, send me to drinking. Um, but so I, the rules in the group are uh, pretty much no complaining. Um, here or there you can a little bit, but we want to hear maybe why you're grateful today. Um, what happened? It could be something as small as, you know, taking a shower can be monumental for people with chronic pain. Um, I should know I went, I, I would go weeks without showering before I hit my bottom. But um, yeah, they, they are very inspiring. These people, very inspiring, all of their stories so different. And it's, it's work, it's work to be grateful. You have to have a practice. Um, and what by that, I mean, writing it down every day or even stating it in the group or, or however you do it. Um, but I've heard people say that the group has really changed their lives. And that makes me so happy. We're now about 1500 people. Um, and they all either are gratitude, grateful, or they want to be grateful. And they and we all work on it together. It's fabulous. It really, I'm very proud of it. Amazing, amazing. I, and I think this this is um, a great moment to to realize us, the ones that are healthy and that don't have to deal with this kind of uh, chronic pain, to appreciate the fact that we are healthy and uh, we can live our lives without having pain all the time, like uh, the people from your group and yourself uh, have to deal with every day. So uh, if you need the reason to, to be grateful right now and something to uh, make you more grateful in this present moment, you can, you can think about your health and the fact that you, are, you don't have to deal with chronic pain, which I'm, I'm sure it's, it's really hard to deal with. And that's why it's amazing that you, you created this group. Thank you. And, um, yeah, you pretty, pretty amazing people. And I, I find that it gives us kind of a bird's eye or a different perspective on things. If they, if we happen to have a good day, boy, do we appreciate that day. Yeah, it's, exactly. Exactly. There are some good things to chronic pain if you dig, dig deep enough. Mm-hmm. Wonderful, wonderful. So you mentioned uh, a quote uh, about gratitude. I know that you have to because we spoke a bit uh, before. Uh, can you can you tell us uh, your favorite quotes on on gratitude? Sure. I, I may try to throw in a third if you let me. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> Go for it. So the first one is by Dr. Bruce Singer, who I mentioned was um, the program director of the Chronic Pain and Recovery Program. He. He's, um, he's now writing a book on um, po living positively with chronic pain, and we, we're friends, um, but he is my mentor. His quote is, gratefulness will not make pain go away, but will help loosen the bands of suffering, or bonds of suffering. I'm sorry about that. Yeah, um, no problem. For somebody with chronic pain, I think that is absolutely so true that... Um, 
it doesn't make the pain go away, but it helps with your emotional pain for sure. And me at least, emotional pain sometimes ties into the physical pain. So I love that quote. Totally, totally. Um, the second one, I don't know who it's from, but it's um, gratitude in advance is one of the most powerful creative forces in the universe. That one always has me thinking when I see it, you know, gratitude in advance. What does that mean exactly? exactly yeah. What does that mean? <laughs> well, I'm not sure exactly what the author was thinking, but for me, it means just always trying to be in that state of gratitude that state of gratitude and it kind of snowballs into the next moment um gratitude in advance is one of the most powerful creative forces in the universe yeah to me that's just saying be practice gratitude as much as you can and it will it will snowball um into more gratitude which i believe is true yeah it makes me think about uh gratitude prayers like um feeling grateful for the things that you that you want instead of praying like uh, please god give me this being grateful for what you already have and for the things that you would like to have in your in your experience and uh, th this is what uh, it makes me think about yeah i i love that um we we talk about that a lot in in my 12 step programs being not focusing so much on um, what you can't do, but focus on what you can do. You know, people that use, lose the use of the legs, they maybe, you know, they can stop focusing on that so much and focus on, you know, they have the use of their arms or their eyes or something like that. Um, I love that. That's Georgian. That's really fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's really great that even though we, we have all kinds of problems, uh, And I think this uh, um, this analogy, like not having your legs, one way or another, we we feel this emotionally also. Like we feel like we we have no legs as a uh, as a meta metaphor. Like we can't move in the direction that we want, or something like this. Like this, or we feel like this. Uh, and I think even other people that don't have that problem can relate to this and to uh, see even if we can't do some things, uh, we still have a lot of things that we can do and we can be appreciative of. So uh, I like that very much. Uh, you mentioned the third quote. Uh, right? Okay. okay. <laughs> This one's actually by me. Um, awesome. I wrote, wrote a couple of months ago. When I embrace gratitude and make it my default setting, the rest of my life fits together as the perfectly imperfect, messy, but impeccably beautiful privilege that it is. Wow. <laughs> I don't know It's where that really came beautiful. from. One, one night, thank you. Um, I think we're always, everybody's always chasing this perfect that doesn't exist. Yeah, exactly. That I mean, causes a lot of problems. Exactly. Because uh, nowadays with, with Facebook and uh, all kinds of Instagram and all kinds of uh, social media, we see other people's lives and we think, oh my God, their lives are so perfect. And we think, oh my God, I, my, my life is so messy and I have all kinds of problems. I'm not perfect. I'm not perfect physically. I'm not perfect. I don't know. I don't have as much money as other other people have and all kinds of things. And This is not helpful. No, but, it's but, their, their highlight reel, right? I saw, I saw a quote that said that everybody, 
they post their highlight reel, but they don't say what's going on behind closed doors. So yeah, I think it does set this, this really unhealthy precedent in our heads, unfortunately. Yeah, and I, that's why I think authenticity and uh, talking about the fact that, okay, there are highlights, like like you said, but we live life like life, life is, like with ups and downs. It's something normal. I always found it funny. Uh, a friend of mine uh, was going in the weekends or was going in all kinds of places, and he put pictures there. And afterwards, we when we met, he told me the actual story behind the pictures and everything. Like he posted a picture from uh, 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 a beautiful place in, in the mountains uh, when it was snowy. And uh, I at least was thinking, oh my God, how, how fun it must have been. They were uh, skiing or something like that. Uh, I, I was thinking because he was there and there was snow. And actually, they went there. Uh, they have they had some uh, uh, dinner, and they came back. So, and they only were there at at the slope, like for one minute, uh, <laughs> made the picture, and they went back to to eat. Mm-hmm. And that's it. But in my head, it was like, oh my god, so cool! They would they had so much fun and things <laughs> like that. And it's it it was very funny for me to see. Okay, so it's. It's not actually like like it seems on on social media. So, right. And I think many people have this uh, this problem. Like uh, they see things on social media and they look at their lives and they see, oh my god, <laughs> it's such a difference between what I see other people uh, living and they seem so happy and everything, and my life is so messy and. <laughs> How can I accept myself if like if it's like this? How can I be okay? How can I be grateful actually? Right. Yeah, when... I noticed in my gratitude project that you know, you see how many likes and comments that you get and the ones that I put on there that showed how messy things were for me, um they got the most likes and comments. It really was an eye opener. I'm trying to think of an example. Well, I talked about my sobriety anniversary and a lot a lot of people do. I was in recovery. So that, that got a lot, but I'm trying to think of, um, I don't know, just, just something that shows normalcy. Like eh, I couldn't get in the shower today. The power's off, you know, something like that. Um, well, that wouldn't be a gratitude necessarily, but whatever it was that, that, um, the more real, instead of showing a picture of your new kitchen counters or something like that, um, showing authenticity, like you said, and the real stuff w- was way more important. Um, to people, which I found fantastic and what I'm going to kind of use in um, the book that I'm writing too. And and in the Facebook group, you know, all we talk about is imperfections because lives are imperfect. Yeah, exactly. And the beautiful thing about accepting these imperfections is the fact that you get to be much happier and much more okay with yourself and with, with your situation. And this is what it's all about, actually. The, the the experience of life and uh, that the things that you live day by day and being able to accept them and to to feel compassion for yourself even if yeah. you don't you're not at the level that you would love to be or uh, other people seem to be at and uh, I, the the other possibility is to think always that you're not good enough and uh, that things are not uh, great enough in your life and you can't feel happy because there are other people that are living, oh my God, such amazing lives. 
And that's that's not true. Actually. Exactly. Nobody's perfect. Yeah, Nobody. exactly. Exactly. So uh, <clears throat> I know that uh, you have moments <laughs> like we all do and it's not easy to be grateful what do you do when when it's hard to be grateful um i have several different things that i do well last year it was i always had the one gratitude every day that i had to think of um it's funny a lot of times I was trying to think of the gratitude for the day and i wasn't having a particularly good day and the, gra the gratitude just wasn't coming to me and there were a lot of those um I would think first I would think back to the day when I woke up in the hospital and realized that I never want to feel that way again. And anything, no matter how much I hurt or whatever, anything is better than that. Um, the other thing is kind of, kind of a silly technique, but are, do you know the, the um, TV show survivor? I know about it. I, I don't really watch okay. TV. <laughs> It's, um, it's a TV show where they have like, I don't know, 30 people on an Island for a month and whoever is the best survivor wins at the end, but they, they only are allowed with like, I don't know, a change of clothes. They're, they're not allowed with much and, and they have to fit, you know, get food for themselves and do all that. I haven't watched it in years. It was, it was probably the first real reality show here in, in America. Um, but I think, <laughs> I often think like, what would I be yearning for if I was, Is in survivor, what would you know? Because you don't have electricity, you don't have any of that. Um, I don't know what got me started with that silly little technique, but but it helps. You know, I can think of um, you know your your favorite song. You know, you can be grateful for your favorite song that you haven't heard in a while, or your family, of course. You know, there's that's that's another technique. But yeah, the the, the waking up in the hospital day, June twentieth, two thousand thirteen. Anything's better than that. It's a really good baseline for me to be great. Mm -hmm. So um, relating to a, to a situation in your past when you were at a re really low point uh, is something that uh, we, we can do in order to, to get out of the, uh, of the moment in which we are, in which we can really feel too grateful, right? Yeah, like, you know, we often hear, lose power due to a storm or something like that. And you realize how much power means for you. Like I live kind of in a, in a rural area. So we, our, our wells are pumped by electricity. So we don't have water. We don't have all of that. And sometimes we, you can lose for days and then you realize how much you rely on this stuff, simple mundane things that you would never think to be grateful for. Um, then the power comes back on and you're, you kind of forget about it again. Yeah, exactly. There's so much, so much, and I, you know, 366 worth. And then um, I am in the process of writing a book based on that project as well. And a website. I started um, gratitudeaddict.com. So um, I'm putting my gratitudes <laughs> on there as well as other things relating to being grateful. And I started that in January. That's wonderful, wonderful. Um, a lot of gratitude. <laughs> yeah, it's great that you're you're doing this work. Um, what I wanted to ask you is, before uh, you actually got to discover gratitude, if you could go back in time, what you, would you tell your younger self about gratitude? 
Oh, wow. Well, it would be easy for me to talk about my pain and to appreciate my body that doesn't hurt. I, I feel like um, when I look at pictures throughout my, my life, I always look at them as before sick and after sick. Um, and I look, I've, there's a picture on, on my on gratitudeaddict.com of me with my kids, right, probably right around the time I got sick. And I'm looking at this person who doesn't have a care in the world and, and thinking if she only knew, you know, what's in store for her. Um, but I would, I would tell myself to appreciate everything. And I know it is so cliche, but, you know, we could all, we don't, tomorrow's not never guaranteed. It's not guaranteed. So what do you wish that you could have done or that person maybe you haven't spoken to in years that you're in an argument with? Make up. You know, life is way too short. Um, I don't know if you've ever talked about this on your show, but there's a book out, um, top or five regrets of the dying or something like that. Have you ever heard of this book? Yeah, yeah, yeah. This um, hospice nurse interviews, you know, thousands of people that are dying on their deathbeds and, and she composed them into five things that they wish they did differently throughout their lives. T- top five or re- re- five regrets of the dying, something mm-hmm, like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but boy, that that's really something to make you think and be grateful for sure. You know, what would you be grateful for if you knew your life was ending so much for me? Hmm. Yeah. We, we tend to, uh, to, rem- to remember the fact that, uh, we could have been grateful when uh, when things get harder, and um, yeah, we we tend to to forget the fact that we we can be grateful right now, and we have a lot of reasons. Like, if we would only ask ourselves, what do we appreciate about our life, our life right now? I'm sure that we can easily find ten things off the top of our heads, like in just one minute and uh we we tend to to get overwhelmed by the by the negatives by the things that need need our attention more i don't know if you if you know about this but uh we are actually wired this way to to get to give more attention to the negatives to the threats to the things that uh at least our our i, I think reptilian brain uh, is doing that I was going to ask you the same thing if you had ever heard of that. Yeah. Yeah. But only recently found it fascinating. Yeah. So we, we need to survive as a, as a species and, uh, our brain is wired that way. Uh, but we, we can, we can rewire it actually. And we can rewire the way we live and, uh, the, the, how much we actually enjoy in life because it's life isn't just about surviving actually. Yeah. It, that whole thing I just found so interesting. So it's, it's more difficult actually to be grateful. It, it requires more work in our brains, right? That's kind of what that study was saying. Is that right? Exactly. 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 It's not something we, we do natural because it's not for our survival we as a mammal we don't need to be grateful and to be happy in order to survive these are just bonuses theoretically uh so 
when we are when we become conscious of this we we need to choose and to to create a habit of of being grateful and of being happy it, it doesn't come naturally usually but there are positive people like you mm-hmm. uh, that are are more able to do this that might be wired differently than than the majority mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah i don't know i guess maybe i'm lucky i do think a lot of it has to do with the continuing practice of, of gratitude also and having had that that bottom of mine i will never if i remember that day if i i often say this if i could bottle up the feeling of waking up there not knowing how i got there with my family over me um if i could bottle up that feeling and feel it for one minute every day i would be so grateful for the rest of my life without having to think twice about it um life is so life is good life is really good we just have to open up our eyes to see it don't you want i mean my goal in life is to enjoy life and be happy that's my ultimate goal i would say in life would be to be happy so i will work to stay that way exactly exactly yeah and uh what do you do to get to this point where you are grateful consistently what practices do you have um right now actually honestly it's it's not as daily as it was when i was doing the project because now i'm working on the gratitude addict website um well i'll do take one page that's um a, a, the post from a year ago today so i do go and and take that and move it to the website so i can and then i i see it so i do sort of practice it every day doing that um but i think between attitude of gratitude with chronic pain doing that group and then the website i think i'm just kind of immersed in in gratitude all the time and i was very excited to see your um your podcast i think it's long overdue i think you're going to do fabulous thank you thank you i really appreciate it and uh, i i love what what you're doing as well and uh, i wanted to ask you how can uh, people get to your group uh so it's uh on facebook right yeah. yes it is it's on facebook it's a closed group but you can send in a member request to attitude of gratitude with chronic pain and um we'll accept you probably <laughs> perfect yeah i i like this uh, about uh, lauren like i wanted to get into the group and uh, she she messaged me and asked me if i if i am actually in chronic pain thankfully i i'm not um and i told her the reason why i wanted to to get into the group and um i appreciate the fact that she takes care of the group it's n- not everyone can get in just the per- the people that actually have have this uh, condition and uh i think this is very valuable for the members for the, the fact that um they can feel like they are a community that they are a tribe they are uh together and they can understand each other much better and they uh they're in a safe place so that's great so if you have this kind of condition go for it if not it's it's not uh, not the case for you right physical or emotional pain as well we find that we're accepting more of, of those and i think the way it affects both both types of pain is exactly the same but George Georgian was so sweet and honest and I felt so bad um but we had just like 
the day before, two days before, had somebody that was taking our discussion, which is against the rules, but taking our discussion, putting it on his website. Um, so there, there is a, a trust factor. So thank you for understanding um, sure. if they had seen, you know, that you're from, from the podcast, that people won't be as open. It, it won't be a, a safe place. So, um, yeah, anyway, you can send a, a member request to Attitude of Gratitude with Chronic Pain. Long name. Um, but we would love to have you. We, we, uh, we were small up until about a year ago. I started in 2014. <clears throat> and then we had about a year ago now we had 100 people. And then all of a sudden we started getting a t- ton of requests um, to come in. And we were getting scattered ones because I write some articles for a, a website called The Mighty about chronic pain and gratitude. So whenever those articles would run, we'd get a little surge. But these were a ton. All of a sudden, we started showing up on people's suggested pages. Um, don't know why. Uh, I researched. Nobody knows why, what the algorithm was. But so now we're getting, we're growing. Um, we always want to make sure we don't lose the, um, I don't know, the intimacy. I don't know if that's the right word, the integrity, I guess of the group by letting it grow. In fact, we, we thought about not accepting anymore after 100 people. Um, but we're so glad we didn't because the more of these awesome people to contribute their inspiration, I find the group just gets better and better. Exactly. Exactly. And I love the fact that, um, I'm sure people, some people are shy and they don't want to express themselves, but, um, I think that, just by reading the the stories that there are there and the, the fact that they can be grateful for even worse situations than they are in. I, I think this is very helpful and very inspiring for, for the ones that, that for the members. And I think it's really beautiful. Thank you. I, I don't know if you've uh, seen this, but just yesterday I made a new post. It's a girl and she, I have the permission of the girl and her mother, but 16 year old girl um, put in a request to our group to join in November. And, that always breaks my heart. You know, I don't, I'm like anybody living with chronic pain, but somebody so young breaks my heart. Um, and we had started this new thing in the, in the group where you could submit a five minute video about yourself and tell, tell us about yourself and your pain condition, however you wanted, or, um, that my co-admin and I would interview them. And, um, so this girl was the first one to send in the video and maybe I'll leave you hanging on that to see it. But, but, I will tell you that for me, it was really life-changing. She doesn't say a word throughout the five minutes. She holds up signs and those pictures and things like that. But the way she handles adversity with gratitude is just, you know, for somebody who's 47 years old and I work so hard at it every day, I've learned so much from her. So you can find that on gratitudeaddict.com or or in uh, the... Now I'm getting really confusing. I also have a Facebook group for gratitudeaddict.com. So if you look for Gratitude Addict on Facebook, I'm there as well. All right. Thank you. I know, but it's posted on there as well. Thank you so much, uh, Lauren, for your time and for sharing this with us and uh, for sharing your story and your wisdom. Um, It has been great. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me, Georgian. It was fun. Thank you once again for listening. I'm putting together a support group for people who would like not to be alone on this journey of seeking gratitude and of making gratitude a habit in their life. It will be an intimate group that I called the Deliciously Grateful Life 
support group where you'll be able to open up and interact with like-minded people, gratitude seekers that want to support you along your path. I've created and organized this kind of groups in the past, and I'm also a part of different groups as we speak, and I found them really effective and helpful. My question is, would it be interesting for you to be part of such a group? I know you might be on your walk right now or on a commute, but please let me know with a simple yes or no. You can either write me a short email at hello at georgianbenta.com, a short message on Twitter at georgianbenta, or on Facebook at The Gratitude Podcast. Whichever is easier for you, I'd love to know what you think. Of course, if you want to say more, I'd love to hear your opinion and I promise I will read and respond to each and every message I will receive. Thank you so much and I hope we will get in touch soon. Have a deliciously grateful day.